This is the Hip Hop Check-In Podcast. Spin the intro. This is Hip Hop Checking, and I'm your man Louie Lou. Today we got an artist by the name of Bumpy 103 from New York City. What's up, man? What's up, fam? You know what? To be honest, like in New York right now, I really can't imagine as far as the temperatures going on. I mean, like the temp reading is like cold as fuck, right? Yeah, it's cold. Where, where are you located right now? Well, currently right now, where we located, we're located in the south. So okay, so yeah. all right. So how is the weather down there? It's not as it's not as cold or half as cold, is it? Nah, it's not half as cold. Like we we get some of the warmer zone, you know, it still has some cold fronts coming in, but it's not as bad as up north right now. Cause up north looking, mm-mm. yeah, you know, it's bad when a day like today, it's like I don't know what the temperature is right now. Let me see. You know, it's bad when it's cold out. But uh, it's 21 degrees, right? Mm. Now that's cold, right? Right. But the past couple of days, it's been six degrees, five degrees. So today ain't that bad. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds crazy, right? But, but crazy. South 21, that's like, oh, hell no. Like, we're not doing that. Yeah, man. When it snows and stuff, because, you, you know, like, where you from, it, six feet. You know, there ain't nothing. You know, like, you got a couple of feet, there ain't nothing. You know, you still go to school, do everything you got to do. But here, I'm trying to tell you, you get a couple of inches of snow that falls, man, everything shut down. Everything is yeah, shut I, completely I heard, down. I heard how that go. Yeah. I wish we could get the same treatment, man. Get an inch just, just shut everything down. That'd be cool. I don't nope. know, man. I don't know, man. You you going to shut down everybody hustle? Everybody hustle going to completely stop? I don't know, man. Nah, you know what? You're absolutely right. Because everybody that's working and you know what I'm saying? Working, they got to get up and go to work. They ain't making, they're not making no money that day. So that shutdown, I could, it could hurt. I can dig it. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So first question up, I'm going to ask you. So tell me about your name. Where did, where did you get the name Bumpy 103? Everybody, um familiar with the old Harlem gangster Bumpy Johnson, right? Right, right. So I was about like 12 years old, seventh grade. I was like 97. I used to get the Source magazine, the subscription. Mm-hmm. So one particular magazine I got, I read the, uh, they had the whole Bumpy, the Ellsworth Bumpy Johnson story on there. So, you know, I read it and I just, you know, felt like I, I just took on the name and I just took the name Bumpy and then, you know, 103, me and my family were from 103rd Street, Amsterdam Ave, Douglas Projects. So I right. just threw the 103 behind it, and right. you know it just clicked. It works. It it rhymes. Bumpy 103. So you know, it just stuck. Right, right. So you also you also got another name that you go by. What's what's the name? Uh, Bane. I go by Bane Boogie. That's Bane B-A-N- Boogie. Yeah, Bane Boogie. You know, and my name is Shane. Mm-hmm. They used to, my brothers used to call me Shane Boogie, so you know we just do the B on it, Bane Boogie, make it sound good, you know, a little right, right, alter ego or just something, you know, give people, you know, people like to call you different things sometimes, so right. I give, you know, give, give people options, right? That's like uh, that's like uh, with Ti versus Tip, you know, and he had Thanks. his alter ego with Tip, and you got like Beyonce, where it's like a uh, Sasha Sasha Fierce, Sasha Fierce, right. exactly, right? You know, it's like exactly. 
Yeah, because usually, I mean, like, to be honest, a lot of musicians, when they talk about different things, they say they have an alter ego. And, you know, it's like their regular person that's on the outside. But when it comes time for them to go ahead and make projects, be in the booth, you know, do whatever, they say another side of them come out. And, and you know, that's a common thing that I'm hearing a lot with a lot of artists. Yeah, it's definitely true. You know, um, it's all about reinventing yourself sometimes. You know, you got to have a little something extra right. on the side, you know, because we all got different personalities and sometimes people may feel like, oh, well, you know, that's the person, the person that, or how you're portraying yourself, this is not you, even though it really is, but you know, we all got different sides. So, you know, just like you got, I'm a big X-Men fan. You got Jean Grey and then you got the Dark Phoenix, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So we all got that. Sometimes you just got to identify with it. And I just identify with my alter ego. Right. So everybody knows how, well, let me put it this way. Everybody listening should know how hip hop started. 1520. And, you know, being in New York, you know, everything originated in New York. Right. Hey, tell me how, what's the movement currently right now in New York? Because, I mean, like, you know, it, it, it falters just off and on, off and on. So, I mean, like, currently right now, the music scene far as for hip hop in New York being the birthplace. Right. What's going on right now? I feel like this. As far as New York, since New York was the birthplace, you know, mm-hmm. there's so much worldwide, or, or we can even just stick with this country as far as hip-hop. You know, it traveled to the South. It traveled to the West. You know what I'm saying? So, right. yeah, it started in New York, but it's it's national. It's international. Now, right. my thing is this. As far as New York, as much as people hate it, New York now basically borrows their styles from everybody else. Oh, okay. okay. Definitely. Oh, Definitely. yeah, yeah, if yeah. You, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. That's interesting. Yeah, go ahead a little bit deeper. If you it. listen to certain artists that's from New York that you hear on the radio, it's not uh it's not a signature New York st- sound. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's borrowed. It has bounced. It's borrowed from I because you have to you have to identify with everybody you know what i'm saying right like like the south everybody likes the south the south put it out but it's not just for the south we all like it mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying right so if if a new york artist comes out with a signature a signature new york sound mm-hmm. only people from new york is gonna like it that's true that's, you know that's everybody's not true. gonna everybody's not gonna everybody's not gonna like it you know what i'm saying right so I just feel like if you listen to New York radio, it, it definitely sounds like it's a, a, a collective of of everybody. You know what I'm saying? It's a collective of everybody's sounds. Right. So like it's, an pretty, example. it's pretty much becoming like a melting pot you know, of all the sounds. Exactly. Exactly. Like, remember when Trinidad James came up and he was um, he got into a little heat because he was at a show and he was like, you know, he used to come to New York and turn on the radio, and all you hear is New York artists. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, all you hear is Southern artists to everybody else. Remember that? That was like right. two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. Now, I agreed with him. You know, a lot of people looked at him like, oh, what you talk about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're not understanding people coming outside of New York. I heard Pastor Troy say one time, when I come to New York, 
I don't want to hear South records. I'm from the South. We're from the South. When I come to New York in a club, I want to hear up North music. Right. And that's real. Yeah, I mean, like, you, I mean, you do when you think about it. But like, speaking of that, far as with the South whole movement, I mean, like, thinking back, even thinking back to when I was little, you know, like the South coming on the come up. You know, you have like your, I mean, it pretty. I I would say if anything, I would say you know everything started cooking in H Town, you know, in Houston, and you know, cause you you know you like you had those artists down there, and then like for some reason it like shifted. Like it's it's some pool still there, but like now it's Georgia, you know. Definitely. Like I mean, like I I'm I'm trying to tell you like Georgia is. Like that place is like what with uh hip hop south. <laughs> I right. mean like right. hip hop south, I mean like Hollywood South, like all this stuff is down there. And I mean like and like you were saying, you know, taking on those particular type of flows of the South, you know, like that's what everybody, you know, doing. And I mean, like now is there are no borders. You know how it used to be the East Coast, West Coast and everything else. Right. But pretty much no borders, you know, like going by what you were saying. So I mean this is it's, it's it's kind of it's cool in a way, and and yet it's kind of you know okay where is this going? Right, because you got to adapt to everybody else's sound, right, in their culture, which is cool. Like you know it, it, everything grows and evolves, and you got to adapt. But the thing is, you still got to be original at the same time. Don't sound like somebody from the south. Just make something that they can relate to. That's right. it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's really easy. So, but but like you said, Georgia, there's so many artists coming out of there. It's been like that for the past, I want to say, 15 years. But it's really been like that longer than that. But just for the new generation, I, I said about 15 years. 15 years since Little John was really going crazy. Yeah, Little John. That was like 2006. 2005, you know, the Young Out- Blood, and Outkast, and all them Fars when they was doing it, their side of right. it. Right, and, and they was doing it before because when right. I was young, when when Outkast first came out, I was a young, I was a young boy. I'm talking about nine, ten years old. Mm-hmm. So that's damn, that's crazy. That's 20 years ago. Young, and then it just didn't stop with them because I mean, like 24, 20. My man, my man L right here said 24 years ago, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that is really crazy. That I mean, that is really crazy. And like speaking of which, I mean, because you're on the East Coast part, so this right. you know we already just touched up on the South. You on the East Coast, so what are your thing on the West Coast? I mean, you know, far as what is what about that area? Well, the West Coast. Uh, this is the thing about the West Coast pertaining to California first, because that's like. You know, that's like the heart of the West Coast. Yeah, right, right. Right? Um, the West Coast had a real big sound for a long time. The whole culture, the whole Impalas. You know what I'm saying? The, right. the, the sound that they make. And then it got quiet for a little while, I think, because the South kicked it. Mm-hmm. But then the West did pick back up. Now, the thing is about California is you could be popping in California. And nobody else knows outside of California. But in California, that big state, you're popping. And then it trickles down to Las Vegas, Arizona, Seattle, and the rest of the West Coast. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
So, but the West Coast always, always, always had their own sound. You know how to identify a West Coast sound. They don't change up for nobody. That is true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that That is very true right now. They change up for nobody. DJ Mustard right now is, is the, you know, I feel like the newest pop-in producer out the, out the West. It's been a few years, but he's still pertaining new right. and dominant. And his sound is bouncy, and everybody, you know, everybody, we can, everybody could dig it, but it still has those West Coast elements, and he just made it to where it's familiar for everybody, and that's that's when you master, when you got it mastered, when you can still be original, mm -hmm. but everybody could identify with, it. and he definitely did it, man. He got it for the West Coast. So, Besides, you know, Dre, like we we not even gonna go there. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole nother, yeah, that's a right. <laughs> That's a whole nother thing. Right. So let, let me ask you, because earlier you said, you know, they had their thing and then, you know, it, you know, it died out. So let me ask you, in your opinion, what point in time do you think it died out? I mean, like, what do you think would be the cause of it? I mean, do you think it's because, like, you know, far as one of their heavy hitters? I think because the South took over. <clears throat> Not only the South took over, a lot of things changed. Like, we wouldn't be like see like now everything's the internet when i was coming up we was watching rap city right. video music box so we was exposed 106 to and park 106 <laughs> and park exactly so we was exposed to the south and we was exposed to the west coast mm -hmm. so you know what i'm saying that's where we can see it and we can hear it now since they took all those things away from us that kind of slowed down that slowed down the west coast until game came out then Kendrick Lamar and right, right. It's different now. You have to go and you have to go search it. Before we can go on TV, 106 at Park, and we'll see Ice Cube's video. We don't have that no more. So I think that's when that's when the West Coast slowed down a bit. Oh, okay, okay. I see. So you're saying you know, they pretty much like isolated and everything, and then you know that brought in new yeah because new it's weird. Like we can't really. The West Coast is so is so different because, you know, like it's hard to have a real West Coast song playing on a New York radio station, especially right now. It's freezing cold, and you're gonna hear, you know, what I'm saying you're not gonna hear. You're gonna hear somebody some summer jam on the radio, right? You're gonna hear somebody right. some summer jam because you know it's hot over. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You said it. Be listening. <laughs> Be hearing some music, you know, them talking about the sun and everything. You over here shivering cold. You be like, man, fuck right. them Cali it, niggas. <laughs> right. It don't, it don't fit. You know what I'm saying? It don't right. fit our radio agenda. But the West Coast is mostly club songs. And the club is all year round, especially when it's cold. We want to be inside somewhere. We're in the club. So the South always got that down pat. Right. Who are your, um, who are your influences? I think the best rapper... Of all time, me personally, mm -hmm. I'm a big Nas fan, a lyricist. All right. I'm with, I'm with so, you on that. I'm with you on that. I say Nas. Um, I grew up listening to Nas, Wu-Tang, and Biggie. As far as New York, hard body. Then everybody came later, like Jay-Z and, you know what I'm saying, who mm -hmm. else? As far as the 90s, when I was there and I grew up. But Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg was definitely on that list, too. What about Pac, man? He ain't said nothing about Pac, so let me ask you about that. Okay. See, the thing is this. Pac, Pac came later. 
Pac mm-hmm. came later once you once I got older and I really understand what he was talking about because mm-hmm. he wasn't just rapping. You feel what I'm saying? He was actually talking about topics. And as right. a kid, you wasn't really we wasn't advanced like that. Like right. he was speaking, he was speaking really for the people. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. once I got older, I got more into Pac and to understand what he was saying and what he was doing. If you hear him, if you hear him, like um. Damn, what song was that? He said it took me four albums and a case for y'all to get me now. And I I, I understood, like, I understood what he was saying, even though I was young. Mm -hmm. But he was talking about even grown people that couldn't understand what he was was talking about. Right. So he said it took me four albums and a motherfucking case for y'all niggas to finally understand what I'm talking about. I'm like, damn, that's some real shit. (laughs) Right. You know what I'm saying? That's real. But yeah, definitely Pac. Definitely Pac is on the list. He just came later. I when I grew up, it was Wu Tang, it was Nas, it was Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre. It was Fat Joe. Fat Joe been around for a long time. Right. It was Biggie. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It was Onyx. It was all these real Smith and Wesson, these real deal New York artists that we was I was seeing every day on video music box and stuff like that. Then once everything came into play later, okay, the West Coast came, and that's when Pac stopped, you know, Pac coming in, and, and, you know, you got Snoop and the Dog Pound and DJ Quick, and, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, far yeah, as those are definitely, those are my hip-hop influences. To hear you say what you had said earlier, you know, like, far as, you know, coming into that, the, the lyrical maturity you know, right. when you said when I was younger, you know, I really didn't pay no attention to that. But, you know, you said as you got older, you came and understood what he was talking about. And just like you said, too, as well, it was other adults that didn't understand at the time. You know, and, and like hearing somebody actually say that, you know, that you, you think about it, you be like, wow. Because, I mean, like, even to this day, I'm going to tell you, uh, like Drake, all right? So uh-huh. I'm gonna tell you when I was young, you know, like you know, Drake uh what came out like what do I say, like oh nine. Drake came out oh nine, that's when he had that uh congratulations and all that stuff coming out. Right. And it was bumping. You know, listening to that, you know, even then, far as the lyricism, you know, him having this, these punchlines and everything else like that, you know, it took people, you know, people listen to it, they like, yeah, 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 I like it, I like it, I like it. And then, you know, it took you probably like a little bit later, you'd be like, Bro, that's what he was saying. You know, you'd be like, right. "Wow!" You know, like you know, that's the same thing like you were saying with Tupac. And I mean, even now to this day, some of the stuff that you know you still spin his records, and you'd be like, "Yo, it's still relevant to this day." Right. Like that stuff right. he been preaching about in them songs are still relevant to this day. And I mean, like it's you know it's two thousand, you know, it, it, and it's still relevant to this day. And you know, I said it one time before, you know, that's that stuff right there. That's what's missing. You know, reaching out to the people, you know, like right. you have artists like mainstream artists like J. Cole and, you know, Kendrick Lamar. that's still hitting on that stuff. You know, those they straight lyrical rappers, but they gain a, you know, mainstream platform, mm-hmm. you know, because I mean, like main thing, because, you know, you still have some people that. You know, you if you want to go ahead and put that woke word beside it, you know, they're woke right. enough to go ahead and understand what their music is and, you know, and give them give them plays, you know, and everything else like that to get them to that platform. I mean, like, shoot, even Chance, you know, from Chicago, you know, Chance, he's up there as well with that. And, you know, it definitely is. And, 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 you know, it's like a fight 
how I see and perceive everything right now, currently in the state that the hip hop is in, it's like a fight between, you know, actually going back and holding on to the old roots where you actually talking about problems and everything going on. And then you got the other part where it's talking about, you know, money cars, girls and all that stuff like that. So, I mean, it's a nice, it's a nice balance, but you know, it's up to whoever listened to it to be like, all right, you know, pick the overall winner. But I mean, it's, it's, it's good all, all around. It's always good. Right. Cause it's more to pick from it's more to listen to. Exactly, and it's a big world out there. Everybody likes something different, right? So you can never lose. Like you know, people. It's like this whole make it thing. Making it is is whatever you make of it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Somebody's not everybody's gonna like your music, and somebody's gonna like your music. So you know what I'm saying? Remember Little B? Yeah, bass guy. Little <laughs> Little B was the worst. <laughs> person i've ever laid eyes on or heard but you know what i I was watching him every day on world star because it was just pure it was like i've nothing i've seen excuse me nothing i've seen before he was stupid and this it definitely wasn't lyrical but (laughs) i was watching it every day you know what i'm saying Mm. and that's the thing and look and he had shows sold out bro he was selling out on shows. So that showed me, like, everything is out the window. Just whatever you do, just do it, and somebody's going to like it, and everybody's not going to like right. it. As long as you can accept that, you're okay. Right, just you be know you. What I'm just be you. And, and that's that, that's how I look. That's how I look at it. It's a big world out there. You know what I'm saying? A lot right. of people really try to impress the local, the local. You know what I'm saying? Scene, mm-hmm. and not all the time the local is not going to be the ones to support you. So you got to go reach out and go find the fan base all over this world, and you'll be all right. Somebody's gonna like you. And see, that's the other thing as well. I mean, like you know, the thing is, like when you start off, you know, when you start out in the underground. You know, you trying to push through and make your way through, you know, to gain, go ahead and gain that big exposure, you know. So you, you, you doing your dues. And then, you know, once you hit that mainstream thing, you know, you, you displaying everything that happened to you, you know, you pour your heart and soul out and all your records and everything else like to tell what's happened to you. You know, like we can look at a blueprint of Jay-Z and Nas to be example, uh, for example. You know, they told everything, you know, I mean, from cooking up, everything, you know, all the struggling, you know, Nas talking about, you know, living where he living and everything else like that. But the thing is, as you as you evolve throughout your career, you realize, you know, it's entertainment purposes. You know, like not everybody's going to still stay with you. You know, not everybody's still going to rock with you, but you're going to have other people from different areas that are. And so, you know, you got to remember, it's it's entertainment. Like, once you get to a certain point, it's entertainment. That's the reason why you have um some of these artists switching up. You know, well, right. well, let me put it this way. Some people don't like to say switch up, but, you know, they change their genres. Let me put it that way. So, okay. you know, like, they change the genres. You know, like, some go to, you know, a little bit more common thing. You know, like, you have artists like uh, Lil Dirt, for example. You know, okay. with the whole Chirac movement and everything else, like even Chief Keef, you know, well, he still, he he still goes back and forth between there, but you know, they as they evolve, they become a little, they 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 see how music is going, 
and you know they mm-hmm. adapt to it and you know that's the name of the game to be to be honest that's right that's, name that's of- right that's right because everything changes and we're all growing right but it's like you said it's all about adapting if you can adapt you're good you know what i'm saying right and and people do grow so you might want to change genres as you get older you know what i'm saying right. like you got to go with the flow. I can't tell nobody what to do or what not to do or how they feel. If you feel like you want to start singing or whatever, just make it sound good. That's all I ask. You know, and be real with yourself. Right. Don't do it because everybody else is doing it. Doing it, do it because there was something inside of you and it's now it's just time for you to to let it go. Right. Let me ask you about your style. Okay. So your style and how you go about your music well me honestly i go off of i go off of the music i can't write a song mm-hmm. without the actual beat so i have to hear the music and then i kind of just go it, like the music just it it leads it leads the way for me so that's usually how i write my song okay. and i don't excuse me necessarily have to have a song in my head or feel in a certain way it's just once the music drops, we're going on a ride. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and it's no telling where it's going to take us. It's all on the beat. It's all on the melody. It's all on the music. So that's how I write my songs. That's how I complete my songs. You know, I, I actually write songs, too. Mm-hmm. I can write R&B. I can write rap. So, you know what I'm saying? It's just I use my imagination, basically. Yeah, so pretty much the music is your straight influencer. Uh, I mean, as far as like of your style, the influencer of your style. Yeah. Yeah. So it's never really the same. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I like different. Yeah, because different beats can change. You know. Exactly. So I try to make sure that if I got an album or EP out, each song is gonna sound completely different from the last song you hear. I don't want no similarities because you know sometimes. Like Future, don't get me wrong, I like Future, but a lot of his songs sound the same. <laughs> I don't want I don't want to be in that category. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. So that's basically how I, I thrive off of of my music. It's all that's why I like to keep different producers around and try new sounds and new things so I could just keep creating new material, something that doesn't sound like the last, you know, the last song. I mean that's I mean that's that's like good going into it, man. Cause I mean like you know they give you that that that's letting people know that okay yeah I can just I I can't just be in this category. I'm multi category, you know right. things and that, and that's the best thing you can do right now. You have to because then you're now you're expanding. You're reaching out to different gra- different demographics and different people that you would have never touched bases with before. Right. You know what I'm saying. Because everybody don't want to hear the rah-rah, same old, same old all the time. I, I don't. I really don't listen to rap. And that works for me because if I listen to certain artists, mm-hmm. I'm going to get influenced easily. It's just It just happens. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I don't listen to rap. I listen to more R&B or I listen to pop. So I kind of get my ideas from old R&B songs or a pop song, something like that. And you, you bring, and you bring that to hip-hop. Right. right, because they backing all. I, I, now that I got a son and he listens to you know Z100, so I listen to you know these pop songs too. Mm-hmm. And they even they got a hip hop base. Like they their songs come from a hip hop base. So they've been doing it. So why can't we do it? You know what I'm saying? Right. 
it's universal, you know, it's music, you know, it's there for us to, you know, ain't nothing new under the sun. So it's there for us to sample and switch around and, you know, just create new things with it and have fun. Right. Like, what do you want your, what do you want your fans to gather from your music? You know, the overall message you want to give to them. Uh, just that feeling, you know, that feeling of your favorite song. Mm-hmm. You know, when you hear your favorite song, that feeling you get. Right. I want to be able to have fans that feel the same way about me. Ultimately, just the feeling. You love you, you love that song. You know, when you hear that song, you could think about when it came out. What were you doing? Or who were you with? Or what were yeah, you that whole through? nostalgic feeling thing. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, man. Right. So that's I'm trying to invoke that because I'm still a fan at the end of the day. So what I feel for my favorite song, I want to project out to the people that listen to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's that's it. I I'll know when I'm I know where I'm where I'm where where I want to be when I'm performing on stage and I ain't even got to sing the song. The whole crowd is singing the song. That's when you know. You made it. Right. Exactly. You know, like I can think about times now, you know, you might find well, let me put this I know some 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 people might understand, you know, if they still around the same age as me, you know, when right. the MP three players came out and you know, like you might have lost one or something like that, and you had like a whole playlist of songs from a couple of years prior, and you'd be like, Oh well, let me check this out then, you know, like you said, play the music, you start thinking about like, Oh yeah, I remember this time right. when this song came out and everything else like that. Exactly. <clears throat> and certain songs like Damn, that's crazy you brought up MP threes, bro. What year was that? That was like what, oh two, oh three? Yeah, that's oh two, oh three. You know what same time the uh with the first iPods came out? iPod. Yeah. Wow. That was a different time. Yeah. That's crazy. That was the beginning of like really things digital. Yeah. That's when things things change. And you just got to think about it like this. Even songs that came out at that time that still play on the radio here and there, you know that those are solid songs because they'll be around for they'll be around forever. Mhm. Right. They classics, they staples. Classics, you know, and every most of these songs that came out within these last past three years, they're not they're not playing now. They won't be playing five years from now or ten years from now. Like that's it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's where the state of hip hop is right now and it's been like that for a while. There's nothing that's changing right. There's nothing that's gonna be around in the next twenty years. Yeah. You yeah, you read about that because I mean like it's, it's, I mean like it 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 currently evolves and then like it's going to be a drastic change you know every so often you know with things how things go because i mean like earlier you said about future right and like i said i don't knock future as an artist not at all i don't knock him as an artist but you know his i mean like his work ethic i mean it's like superhuman to be honest because i mean like he flips stuff out so quick and, you know, like you said, by him flipping stuff out so quick and then going how you said, you know, things not going to be around. I mean, like, even within that time frame, it does sound the same, you know, going back to what you had stated earlier. You know, everything right. sounds the same because it's still in that moment of time. You know, that stretch right. of time, everything is still the same. So, of course, it's going to sound the same with, when you put things out like that. 
No, you're absolutely right. Because Future's the type of person where he lives in a studio. Right. So if he's getting 10 beats from one producer and they all sound similar, he's knocking all 10 of them songs out and he's putting all of them songs out. That's the reason why it may sound the same because you said, like you said, that moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the studio. I get 10 beats and they're all from the same producer. You know, more or less they're, they're going to differ and they're going to sound the same. But he's doing all those 10 songs. At least five of them is going to sound the same. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I don't knock it. I, I get it. I totally get it. It's just that, you know, I kind of just drift away from that. It, yeah. And then, I mean, especially like you said, you know, you don't really listen too much to that because you don't want to be influenced by that. Right. So let me ask you this, like producers and stuff that you work with, because you said earlier that you you keep around a lot of producers. So can you tell me about these different producers and, you know, do they pull from different genres? Because you said you keep a plethora of producers around. Definitely. Like, um, I got one of my main men, my man Uno. He, um, he's real similar to me. Like, to be honest, you know, um, his, I, I really base my style off of his production. Mm-hmm. That's my, my man L right here with me. That's actually his cousin. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I grew up with my man Uno. We both cancers. So, you know, we, we vibe. And his he is he he listens to a lot of old music, seventies, you know what I'm saying, sixties soul music. So mm-hmm. he develops a lot of that that old soul sound. And it built it really built me up as an artist. Now then again, I got another one, Da Vinci. He's young. We've been working with him since he was like 10, 11. He's like 20 now. Right now, I think he's probably the best producer out, period. Like, he's just young, talented, full of new sounds. You know what I'm saying? And still, like, got, just, and still got a lot of time to, to develop and, that sound, too. Right. And he's and he's developing by the minute. So it's crazy. You know, it's, it's to the point with him where, like, I got to be like, yo, like, I can't use these. I can't, like, I'm not fit for this type of music, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like, you know, we got to have to shop these to somebody that's Alicia Keys or somebody. Like, this ain't for me, bro. This is real deal cinematic classical music. Uh-huh. You, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, it's like that. So he's another producer. And then, um, like, my man Duke Dollars, um, just yesterday, he sent me kind of some beats. He do a lot of sampling, but it's like, it's hard though. Like the beats are hard, like hard, hard, hard body. Like that type of New York sound that you can't deny because it's so hard. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, like one, like Fifty Cent. You know how Fifty Cent get them crazy, right? Yeah, Fifty Cent. Crazy uh, beat. Fifty Cent, Uncle Murder, and all them. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so it's definitely a lot of different producers. You know, a lot of different sounds. I always reach out to producers to work to develop different sounds and, you know, to get everybody in a work ethic because there's a lot of producers out there that don't really, they're just making beats, but they don't really have any artists to deal with. Mm-hmm. And for art, a producer needs artists because then he could develop his style more. You know, it's still sharp, start shopping steel. So everybody right. got to, you know, right. play their part. Yeah, that's, definitely. Yeah. That's a good example. Uh, you know, far as what you said sharpening each other and everything else like that because i mean that's yes, that's that's how everybody does get better 
with that. Exactly. You know, put all the egos aside and everything else and just get to work. Yeah. Go ahead. Get that money. <laughs> right. That's another thing, too, you know. We can't let the money drive us, you know. I mean, we all need money. To me, money is a necessity. At the end of the day, mm -hmm. we all got to get up, go to work, do whatever you do for money. Right? Right. So when people start throwing money in the mix, it's a red flag to me because you're supposed to be getting money every single day. You need money to survive. You need money to eat. You need money to pay bills. You need money to feed your kids. Right. So that's we we learned this a long time ago. We have to make money every day. Now, if you have a passion and you have a goal, you have to understand that you might not be getting paid. You actually will be kicking out more money than you might ever get in your life. Mm -hmm. That's the part of a struggling artist. So me, you know, being from the streets, hustling and all that, I learned that money isn't everything. Money comes and goes. I have a definitely different, different respect for money. I'm all about the passion and the work. If you do what you're supposed to do and you love it and you're consistent, you're going to get rewarded down mm -hmm. the line somewhere if you stick to it, you know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. the money will come. The money will come. But that passion and and that love has to be there because a lot of people, their intentions is money. And and the thing about that is, you know what I'm saying, once things don't go right, they're done. So you don't want to rely on somebody and their whole intentions is money. And if you're not getting no money, then they'll be like, yo, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm not doing this no more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure everybody got a story like that. I'm pretty. I can. I can tell you. I believe everybody in this world got a story like that. You know, especially, you know how you said you're passionate about something. You know, because these passion projects, you know, they're like your little baby. You know, you you do everything you can for them because you know you want to see it grow and progress and everything else like that. But yet, you know, you still have some people that leech on to it and be like, all right, well, let me let me stay here and let me see how far I can ride this way. You know, if it goes somewhere. You know, I'm still right. around, but if it don't, I'm going to ban this shit. Right. And I feel like this day and age, I mean, it's all about your mentality. Like I said, making it is what you, how you see making it is, you know? Mm -hmm. But think about it. A lot of people that I know that rap or was rapping for a long time, you know, they'd be like, man, fuck that shit. I'm done. I'm rapping. I'm not getting no money. I didn't make it. I'm trying to have fun. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yo, I rap, but I want to be able to go somewhere and bring all my peoples with me so we can go have fun off the strength of me rapping. Because I, if I didn't rap, what the fuck were we doing? What we, 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 what, you know what I'm saying? What mm -hmm. am I doing? Right. I got nothing to bring to the table. That's how I look at it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, and vice versa. I'm supposed to support. If, my, if I didn't rap and my man rap, you best believe I'm, I'm pumping my man because... My intentions is, yo, if he pop, I'm popping with him, and we're going we gonna to have some fun. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's all about having fun. We got to have fun because if you're not having fun, then you're just a slave. And look at little Uzi Vert. You oh, see yeah, him, his you, current situation, yeah. Right. You see him recently, he's speaking out. And a lot of people's looking at him like, with Louis Vert, he, he has a, one of the biggest songs. He's on the radio, but he's not happy. Yeah, that's when people start, you know, talking about the whole, like, selling your soul type thing come in. I don't feel, 
you know what? At first, at first, I thought, you know, he was on some satism and stuff until he actually started speaking. And he said, yo, signing the contract, I see what he's saying. Yeah, that's what signing I'm talking about that, with the contract. Yeah, yeah, selling soul. Right, contract. he's yeah. like signing that contract was like, yo, he was like, yo, that's like telling on the streets. It's all good at first, but sooner or later it catches up to you. Once they feel like shelving you, or whatever, you have no control over your situation. Now, everybody's looking at you, know, like, you bugging, yo, you got chains on, you rich, you paid. But he's like, yo, man, if I, if I can't make no music, I'm not getting paid. I can't pay my house, I can't pay my bills, I can't pay none of that. So, you know, y'all looking at me like I made it, but I'm in a position where I'm, I'm stressed out. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's all perception, and people don't really understand you know, people don't really understand. You know what I'm saying? So I try to look at everything. That's why I'm glad little Uzi Vert spoke excuse me, spoke out about it because the first thing we thinking, oh, this little nigga's gay or he's weird. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or he worships, or he worships the devil until he explains himself like, Man, y'all think this shit is sweet, but I'm in a bad contract, I'm in a bad situation. And this is your career, this is your life. You don't you don't wanna do that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We don't want to do that. We already messed up. We already trying to catch up. So for me to sign a deal or uh, with anything and then it just go bad, like, that's, man, a lot of people blow their brains out over that. Right. I mean, like, yeah, and like you said, you know, you're currently independent and everything. Then plus, you know, you got your own entertainment label. You know, the, the 103, 103 Street Entertainment. Right. And, and and that's a struggle, bro, to do it on your own from the bottom. Like, I was just telling my man, I got to get taxes done. I had my company since 2008. I never written, made no real money off of it. Mm-hmm. I never had no guidance. You know what I'm saying? It was just basically a learning process, trial and error, which I'm cool with. But it's not easy. Everything I've kicked out, I've never got paid. I never got paid for anything, bro. I got paid one time for a verse. And it was from from it was from African artists, bro. Mm-hmm. An African artist off the street gave me seventy dollars. Other than that, any shows I did, I had to pay for. I had to pay for everything out of pocket. You want to get on slots? You want to get on interviews? You want this? You want that? You mm-hmm. gotta pay. You gotta pay. You gotta pay. Even DJs, bro. You gotta pay DJs. It was never like that before. You you know how it goes. Oh you know yeah, you're right. You're right. Cause right. I mean, like it used to be a mutual thing far as with dj and you still got some out you still got some out you still got some out there but you know no, you, you definitely definitely do but to get where you want to be you know it used to be like this i feel like the djs was kind of like the a and r's if they like your music or they searching for artists for music tonight they're yeah. gonna play that gatekeepers you know they gatekeepers right now it's you gotta beg and plead or pay to get your song played and are they even really playing it is anybody even really hearing it? You know what I'm saying? Right. It's all business. And I get it, but it's really messing up the culture and making it harder for real artists in every genre. Mm. doesn't matter. Because hip-hop is one thing, but think about them bands. Like, those are the real starving artists, bro. P- people that play in bands and drummers and guitarists and actual bands, mm. they pay in 500 an hour for studio time. And they're doing 10 hours. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds crazy, that's, man. That's crazy. They're, the really, they're, the, they're really the ones that's really starving and living a struggle artist life. They may be homeless. 
they homeless sharing money to get meals, but you know they, you gotta pay five hundred dollars an hour for studio time, and you and you doing ten hours. That's crazy, bro. Yeah, that's that's some real crazy money to be throwing that way. Then, like you said, I mean, because <laughs> I mean, like to be honest, you're actually right because you hitting the, you hitting the nail on the head with it. Because, you know, you hear these interviews where they be talking, you know, like how they started and everything else like that. And they be like, I lived in my car. I did this. I did right. that. And I was, you know, was, uh, couch surfing and everything. A majority, a lot of, I mean, like, you'd be surprised. A lot of people that's what you call, like, you know, they done been through, they done been through some hardships and everything else like that. You You got to. You have to because that's the only way you're going to appreciate it. Especially if you don't have the means for somebody backing you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. You don't have the means of somebody backing you, and you got a passion. And sometimes not everybody supports it. Like, you know, you can have your parents. Your parents want you to go to school. They want you to go to college. You know what I'm saying? They want you to do that. So they're not trying to hear about no music career or whatever you're trying to do. So that's a, that's that's already a, a you know, a, a obstacle against you. You already got that against you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's hard. Sometimes people lose contact with their family or loved ones or brothers or sisters, girlfriends, boyfriends, because they want to pursue a dream and don't necessarily got no funds to, to back it. You got to do what you got to do. And and then to even add to that, like really when you look at the artists, you know who you would deem will be the most humble. Right. They usually the ones to struggle the most because like the ones who become puppets, you know, if you was to say, be like, all right, you know, like this person changed, like, like this, this person, like, they are like completely a puppet because you know how you know how like all right so you know how would it be like a label takes control of an artist and you know they make them do this and make them do that and everything else like that you know like they they lost they lost what's what they once had so you know they're just a shell they the ones that be getting like all the play, all the you know backing and financial stuff and everything else like that. Right. Yeah, it's true, and it, this is a shady, shady business, man. People have intentions. <clears throat> I just went through a situation with this dude. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because I do a lot of submit. That's how I bumped into you. I do a lot of submissions and stuff on Twitter because Twitter is a great networking tool, right? Right. Right. So I seen this joint. It was called Trunk Radio. So I thought it was like an internet radio station. So, you know, I submit music to it. Automatically, he jumps on. He starts wanting to help out, you know, which is cool. If we helping, we helping. But I felt like I seen it was more intention attention to it. And once he felt like he wasn't getting whatever he thought he would have got out of it, now I'm blocked. Now I'm blocked on every, you know what I'm saying? He got me blocked on every social media platform. Right. So it's like, you know, these people, you got to watch out. And one of the 48 powers of law is d- despise never despise the free lunch. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you never know. Just because I'm, I got a genuine heart, bro. If I was at the station with you and I was sitting, helping out, yo, can I help out? Can I do something? That's because I just can't sit still and just, I got to help out and got to do something. But then you got some people that, you know, you think they're nice. Yo, can I help out? Can I do this? And then at the end of the day, it's, um, can I get a thousand? I did all this for you. Can I get a thousand dollars? And you're looking at that like, like what? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, you came out that of nowhere with true, that one. Right. <laughs> that was your true intention. Like, I didn't ask you to do this. We didn't set up an agreement. 
it was nothing there. So you know what I'm saying? So now it's like you got to be picky and choosy with who you deal with. Not all help is good help. It's it's not. You and, know what I'm and saying? And then, too, that causes trust issues. Because, I mean, like, by you being an artist, you know, by you being an artist and, you know, you look into elevate elevate your platform and everything, you know, that creates trust issues sometimes. Because, I mean, Definitely like, trust. somebody, somebody, I mean, like, actually, somebody could actually be like, yo, all right, I'm looking to go ahead and help you find you. And you'd be like, mm, man, I don't know. Exactly. And I learned that from growing up, trying to, you know, because at, at the time we coming up, you was looking for people to put you on. Yo, mm -hmm. I'm nice, yo. You know what I'm saying? Check me out or can you help me? And a lot of times people was like, yo, I don't fuck with artists no more because they got burnt from somebody else and they got trust issues. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it just goes around full circle and different degrees and angles where, you know, people at the end of the day, people are people. And the more people you deal with, it's going to be more problems. And, you know, it's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But so you got to go through that, though. You have to go through it to learn it and to understand it. You can't run away from it because then you're not going to learn and it'll happen right. over and over again. Right. So, and you don't get no stronger from it. Exactly. No stronger from it. All right. So let me ask you about with it, like your song with it. Like, tell me. I mean, cause in the song, like if you, <laughs> when you guys hear the song, you know you really gonna like it. Cause I mean, like it's actually with it, you know, like right. you, how you talking and how you going about everything, you know, like I mean, you you bringing it, you know, you coming right. with it. So I mean, tell us a little bit more about that. Um, that song, I felt like I had to. Um, it was kind of like a sign of the time, mm -hmm. like you know. Mm -hmm. Um, those were one of those songs where I kind of had to just. I had to blend in with what was going on as far as, as far as musically at the time. Like, you know, I'm looking at, when I made that song, I kind of looked at it like, um, if, if, you know, if I'm listening to the radio and a DJ's on the radio and he's playing a song, that song could go right in after it. Same tempo. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That can blend in right with it. It got the bounce. It got a nice catchy hook. It got a nice flow with it. Mm -hmm. And you can understand what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, oh, he, yeah, he, that was he, just he, one of them he, songs he, that kind of just, not only that, it's a performance track, too. So, it was kind of well, well rounded. So, yeah. and you was in the studio thinking like a chemist, like, how can I cook something up that's going to blend with everything? <laughs> right. That's a fact. That's a super fact. And to, believe it or not, it takes me a while to write certain songs. So that song, I forgot how long it took me to write. But yeah, man, that's my man. Um, it's my man Vic Vera, man, from the East Side of Harlem, man. He definitely lacy with that track, and um, I think I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna do a video for that real soon. You All know, right. big ups, big ups. That's what's up. Yeah, nice. You know, while it's cold, a nice cold up north New York type of video, and. You know, just to let you know, just to let people know, man, we with it, and you know, I got the flow and the delivery, and it's you could comprehend it. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna paint the picture for you. All right, this idea. All right, talk to you. All right this idea. I, you know, cause it's you know still some snow out there, and like you said, you said be out in the exactly. cold, show New York, Def 
Everybody Definitely. in their coats on the corner be like, you know, we still with it. We still out here. We doing it. You already, yo, bro, you already know. You, <laughs> it's, it's, it's as simple as that. It's, it's really as simple as that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We just going to add some flavor and some creativity in it so it's not so dull and plain. We want right. to, you know, throw some color in there and, and really feel where we coming from right now. It's cold out here. You know what I'm saying? We, we with it. We hustling. We on the corner. We outside. We doing whatever it is. We gotta do right so like even even to talk about it because i mean like even with your song you know like it's i mean like it's still like really good as far as with it because like right now i'm still playing just like a little bit of it right now far so everybody can get a hearing of it i mean i mean like i mean your cover art your cover art is still like colorful itself too you know what I'm saying? Exactly. I mean, like it's like that purge type thing, guys. I mean, like it, it, it hit. Cause I mean, like right. it, it and really, you know what? It really it's funny hit. you said that. Cause the more you're talking, it reminded me that song dropped around Halloween, so it kind of had a Halloween vibe, a scary vibe, a purge vibe to it, like you said. Right. So yeah, I, I forgot it came out around Halloween time. So Halloween did kind of have an influence on the whole that whole situation right yeah i mean like that don't do hit i'm not gonna tell you no lie yeah, appreciate I, that man yeah because i mean like i know i heard myself yeah 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 this right this right you know how earlier you were talking about the whole new york type thing and you know right. like how you see things in the movies and how th- people actually are you know it is that cold right. nature in new york because i mean like really when you when you look and you get about everything's going up, it's like, it's like do or die. You know, like it's yeah. so many people, it's so many people there, you know, like right. nobody's not paying you no attention. So you got to do whatever it takes to go ahead and get out there and get on your ground. And I mean, like, Definitely. I mean, like that, I mean, like being with it. I mean, that's, that's what it's about. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Especially this day of time, you know, New York is everywhere is changing. New York is changing. Everywhere's changing. You got gentrification. You got everything going up. So now it's harder than it's ever been. And it's not really about the streets no more. It's about surviving, period. Like you have to survive in New York or you gotta go you gotta go somewhere else. And now it ain't too many places you can go anymore because it's the same thing everywhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like with New York if you can make it there, you can make it, you can make it anywhere. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? That's right. like the real, that's like the real struggle, but it's hard, man. You know, it's hard everywhere, man. People moving out of California, they reaching out because everything is getting high except for people's, you know, income. So, you know, it's hard to survive. You got to survive out here. So right. it's really all about survival these days. Don't let nobody fool you the money. And you know all that. Ain't nobody rich. Ain't nobody really. You know what I'm saying? Right. Nah, right. I man. We're trying to get by day by day, right. every day. Yeah, and unfortunately, I mean, like you said, unfortunately, that is like the reality we live in nowadays. And I mean, like it, it seems like every day you you look at the news, and I mean, like it's just getting more crazy by the day, man. Like literally Yo, more crazy about a day, cause I mean, like you got all this crap that's going on, and I mean, like the state that the the state that we in right now, far as 
as the nation. It's just crazy. Right. Man. I mean, it's, it's, it's just crazy. And like, you want, you want it to be peaceful, but at the same time, you know, somebody was like, okay, well, if you want to be peaceful, like, well, what do you suppose, what do you propose we should do? Be like, man, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> right. I don't even have a clue where to start it, man. Yeah, because people are frustrated, bro. It's because you got to deal with life every day, day by day. Look at the government shutdown, bro. First of all, the news. You said the news. The news is the most depressing shit I've seen in my life. I cannot watch the news exactly. any longer. Yeah, I'm the same way. I I, I, I check in here, <laughs> here and there. I can't, bro. It is every day. It's like it don't make no sense, bro. It makes no sense. Then, you know, that shit is crazy. Like, the news is depressing, you know what I'm saying? And people, oh, the government shut down. I've seen the government shut down, how these people have got jobs, and they can't work, and they're living, they're living neck to neck, bro. They're, getting, they're going to pantries to get food. You work for the government, but you got to go to pantries to get food. They're putting um, posts on, on, what, eBay to clean people's houses or sell TVs or whatever work they can find because people are getting evicted. How you, I don't understand how you work for the government all these years and there's one shutdown and your life changes completely. No, but you want to you, you want to know the even crazier thing about that is like really it, okay. So you know it's a government shutdown. The government shutdown right. happened, but the only people that got affected by the government shutdown are are just like regular plain common workers that work for the government. Like the right. like the the senators and all them like dude they pay didn't even get affected, like that's the crazy thing about it. like people thinking like oh government shutdown everything getting shut down nah I mean what what it was was they said like NASA they said NASA got shut down in places like wow. that but like the I mean the senators and you know like everybody else where they their pay doesn't get affected the same people who are going back and forth about you know yay or nay they not getting affected but i i bet you i bet you if they pay was to get affected by that it wouldn't even be funny yeah, because there'll be more people speaking up you know what i'm saying yeah. and, and and it'll be the same people that actually voted for trump that'll be speaking up now you know what i'm saying like they should they actually should be the ones speaking up because they voted for him and you still getting affected by the shutdown you better say something you got to say something yeah you got to uh, absolutely right yeah to be honest, I mean, like, this is, like, the m- most perfect time for, like, you know, somebody to at least have, like, a, like a, I guess. Like, like a leader? A, yeah, like a leader. Somebody somebody to make something just make you sit back and think and be like, yeah, man, you know. It's hard, though, bro, because you look at the past, man. Everybody that said something or led the people or sparked something, you, you see what happens to everybody, bro. People are scared. This actually scared to step up. It's like if you step up, you know that you're you're gonna die eventually. You know what I'm saying? You you gotta oh, yeah. you gotta give you gotta give your life to this if you're gonna step up because that's what's eventually gonna happen. Yeah. You know what I'm like saying? Bob Marley, you know Martin right. Luther King, and then I mean like shoot, even eventually with um with Malcolm X doing a little bit better with what the movement he was doing, you know that finally happened to him. So I mean yeah, you're right. You're right in that sense. You're right in that sense. It's, it's scary, bro, because it, it can't be one person. It got to be a team. It got to be solid because you don't want to, you don't want to die for the people, and then the next day, right? They with somebody else, so they just forget about it, and the show goes, the show goes on. Like that's 
you know, I'm not investing all my energy for the people and the people don't care. I might as well just take care of my family and the people that love me and do what we do. And whatever happens in the world happens. I can't control that. We're not God. You know what I'm saying? Right. But we do want to make we do want to make a change as people because we have kids and there's a future there. But it's like there's a penalty for that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. How do we get penalized for trying to do the right thing? A little part because it's, it's but so much we could do in this big world. So right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even people that got money, that got bread, 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 they can't save the world. You just can't do it. Right. <laughs> and speaking of unfair, like you know, I read an article. I think it was like last week or so, where it was like the superintendent. She 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 getting in trouble for fraud because she used her insurance to help a kid, uh, a sick kid. And like, it's oh, cra- yeah, it was crazy, man. Cause and you know, I'm like, yo, like she did a good deed. Like, yo, but she getting punished. I mean, like, I understand they got their whole thing, but yo, yeah. like, she tried to help a kid who was less fortunate with his insurance right. and needed it. And she used hers, but I mean, you know, there's, there's, there's ways and things you have to go about things to do everything, but it's, it's messed up though. Like something, right. Something like that should just be, you get a pardon for that, man. They did a good deed. Like, Somebody should have did it. You shouldn't get penalized for that. Right. That's the thing. It's all about control too. You know, people would rather burn money than give it to the less fortunate and the and the hungry and do something. They're burning money every day. Yeah, man. You read about that, <laughs> man. It's good. And then, and then, like, even still to talk about that, you know, with all this stuff going on, like, even they talking about building the wall, man. People still in Flint don't have clean water, man. They still drinking bottled water and boiling their water, right. man. Like, it's exactly. crazy to think about it, man. No, you know what I just seen yesterday on the news? What? We watched, there's a, there's a wall in Arizona, a border. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think it's, snow, it's snowing in Arizona. It's snowing by the, by the wall. They got a wall there, a border where, you know, you got, the Mexicans got to hop over. Yo, they showed yesterday that they threw the baby over the wall, bro. The baby was like, maybe like, one years old. Oh man, dude. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't. Not. Nah, they throwing it. They trying to go over to Arizona. I'm not saying they threw it like they just flung the baby. Yeah, yeah. But 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 that ass, they threw the. You know, they had to catch the baby and all that. Like I'm like, yo, this is crazy, bro. Yeah. And niggas got to go through that just for them to be like, all right, you know what, your ass is here illegal. We're gonna ship you up, lock you up, and send your ass right back over to where you came from. After all that struggling you did just to make it over, yeah, it's crazy, bro. What? How you feel about your man, uh, Takashi Six Nine? Ah, uh, man, like seriously, with his situation, hip hop and rap has always been that thing of you know whether or not you real or not, and everything else like that. So I mean, you know, again, like I said, it's entertainment. All right, because, right? I mean, like, even to this day, you know, like you said, as far as with the money and everything, like, right. people be flaunting money and everything, like, buying this expensive stuff and like that. But, I mean, we all know, I mean, like, it's been plenty of people that spoke up on, you know, how, you know, artists get paid and everything else like that. So, I mean, right. we already know. Some people some people don't, some people choose not to pay no attention to that. But right. getting back to the point where I mean he he's still doing other stuff like he if anything he should have been for more focused on continuing to stay current 
you know, right. in his music and everything else like that. I mean, yeah, he finally got in. He got a platform and everything else like that. But, I mean, the stuff that was going on, it's just stuff from the past, you know, and some stuff that he was still doing at that point in time that still got in. But my, my thing, he's going into, uh, he's already learning his lesson currently. The only thing is just depending on what they're going to do with him. But, I mean, of anything, I mean, just go ahead and start changing, bro. Because, I mean, like, that's the only way you're going to prove something is just change. Because, I mean, like, I would hate it for anybody, you know, to, you know, do that. I mean, it's only if you deserving of it. And this is for right. anything, you know. If you're deserving of going to jail for something like that, doing something crazy or something like that, yeah, by all means. But, right. you know, but, I mean, come on, man. Like, dude, young. I mean, that's a crazy thing about it. He young, man. I don't I don't I really just I really can't understand it you know what I'm saying I really don't understand it because you can blame something on somebody being young but at this day and age even the young people are woke these days you know what I'm saying yeah I just read to, the reason why I asked you because I read today that he just put in a guilty plea January 23rd right it says how many counts? Multiple counts of conspiracy, firearm offenses, drug trafficking, racketeering. Federal federal documents that unsealed this week says Takashi was involved in selling marijuana, ecstasy, fentanyl, heroin, and amphetamines. When do you have time to do this? Like I don't understand. Like yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, cause I mean, like, yeah, if you like you said, you know, if he if he had time, he should have like, I mean, like I said, he should have been putting that into his music and getting everything. Cause I mean, like to be honest, like everybody started really fucking with him. Like when he got up to that point, everybody started fucking. Yeah, he was right. Yeah, he got up on that hype from the other stuff. But like he was, you know, he was in the stuff. I mean, like Nicki Minaj had him in in like one of her songs that she had on her CD. I mean, like you know, he was in it. Like he was in it. I mean, to be honest, to be honest, the only other recent artist I seen that be in it so quick like that is Cardi B. Cause I mean, right. like when when it went, you know, when her song came out, boom. I mean, like everybody was, everybody was like, yeah, let me let me let me get her, let me get her, let's do some stuff with her. I mean, like, and that's how he was becoming, and it, and he got snuffed out quick. I mean, like even as far as like, I mean, even that's the same way like with Bobby Schmurder. You know, I mean, like Bobby Smurder, he had some good stuff going on, but you know, right. it's it's like they got him, you know, right, right there, right when he was, you know, which because I think he had just hadn't too long signed, he had just hadn't too long signed his deals and stuff like that. Yo, and that he stuff just, got he, him. he just he just put out that one song, that hot nigga, that one song, and that shit just it took off. See, the thing with Bobby Smurder and all them is prior to that song, they was really bugging out in the streets. Yeah, yeah, that's so a, it, yeah. Yep. Right. So it caught up to him. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's one thing. That's why I respect Bobby Schmurter because they know what they did. They got their little bit of time. You know, he'll be out soon and back on it. Right. Takashi, people think he blew up overnight. He started out overseas. If you go look, if you go check on him, he got songs that you, videos that you never seen or heard before, before he really popped. So he'd been around for a while. It's just that the past year, once everything came back to America, it really, you know what I'm saying, it really took off. Even with Cardi B. Cardi B's first single was Lick. Was Lick? And niggas wasn't feeling it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, so, yeah, because that came off of that, uh, that mixtape she had. 
that mixtape. Yeah, because I remember that it wasn't even popping, and everybody was talking about it. And then once she like, came out, exa- once she came out with that song, like you said, that blood, that bloody moves, bloody shoes. Once that came out, yeah. that was it, bro. That was it. But it just shows you she thought that the song "Lick" was it, and she was like, "Damn, why?" Why people not vibing to it, or you know what I'm saying? That's Bodak that Yellow. That's what it was. Bodak Yellow. Right. Bodak Yellow. There we go. That's yeah. the name of the song. <laughs> there we go. You know what I'm saying? That that shit's gonna be on. That shit is gonna be. That song's gonna be around for a long time. Right. That song was on the top forty, bro. The top forty. I was in Las Vegas. I was recovering from a head injury, and I was listening to the radio all day. They played nothing but pop songs I never heard. And the only rap song that they played on that top 40 was that song by Cardi B, bro. And that shit blew my mind. I was like, yo, that's crazy. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about with that. Because, <laughs> I mean, like, that, I mean, like, radio stations kept, like, playing that joint out. And you'd be like, man, like, I like the song. But you like, dude, like, they keep playing it. And then, you know, it's that thing where they keep playing it. And then you'd be like, it's like you fall back in love with that song again because they keep playing it it's like they get to a certain point where it's like hammer it into your brain or whatever like that yeah it's it's either it's either you're gonna love it or you hate it right. you know either it brainwashes you or it pushes you away like damn i can't listen to the song now one more time and even speaking of the bodak you right. know because it was like you know it was to pay homage to kodak kodak black and i didn't even know that yeah like even talking about that, because you know when he when he was um having uh trouble with the law and everything else like that. One thing about it, you know, like after he got out, after he got out, you know, like he pretty much been playing it cool. You know, as far as with, kind of, kind he, of, because he, he did he did get that they did raid his crib again one more time when he got out. I mean, personally, I don't like Kodak Black, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because he's too ghetto and too ignorant, and I don't see no, I don't see no growth with him as a person. Mm. And I'm from the streets, bro. And you know, it's it's just a time where it's like, come on, you know what I'm saying? But you got, it's different. He's from Florida. People from Florida is different, bro. Right. <laughs> They're different. I see him on. You seen that a clip when he was on TMZ and he got his ass out and he's going around talk about I piss on this and. I'm like, yo, what's wrong with this kid, bro? Like, I, I can't, like, I can't get with that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. I didn't, I didn't like part Cardi B personally. Like, her talking and all that ratchetness, I didn't like it. But when she started rapping, that was my lane. I'm yeah, like, she okay, started I, getting I, serious. I, right, she got yeah. serious, and that's what I like. You know what I'm saying? I like to see a serious person, you know, about that stuff. And Kodak Black, I cannot take him serious at all. Mm. You got to do some growing up, bro. You know what I'm saying? Especially yeah. especially in this game when you're in the business because if people don't take you serious, they're going to jerk you around. And that money it comes and goes. Yeah. It comes and goes. You know what I'm saying? Right. So Yeah. I mean, just, I mean like it's I mean like like you like we've been saying this whole interview pretty much. You know like everything changes. You know, everything like, changes. Everybody be themselves. If somebody like it, they like it. If a group like it, they like it. If a whole you get a whole following, everybody like it, they fuck with you, you're good. Right. But other than that, if not, then you know, you're gonna pretty much fall off. You know. So I mean you gotta the thing is, like you said, you gotta when you come up, you gotta hope that you you know, it's a lot of people that like you that like your particular style and everything. And then on top of that, 
while you still riding your wave that you, that you created, you got to make right. sure you be able to jump onto another wave and exactly. you know, evolve with that so you can maintain everything. Exactly. And that goes with anything. You know what I'm saying? If you're, you know, you work in an office, eventually you want a bigger office. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's, exactly. It's just, it's just how that's, that goes yeah. with everything. It has to be growth and it has to be changed. You want to move from that cubicle changed. to that corner office. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? With the big windows overlooking this, overlooking the city or yeah. the water, you know, and with change, you know, they say when things change, things still remain the same. You know, it's always going to be the same. You got a bigger house, but you still shitting on the toilet. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So th- that's where humbleness comes in. And you got to be graceful and thankful because any minute anything could happen and anything could change in a heartbeat. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You just got to be ready. Exactly. Right. How, of course, your health is number one. Health is wealth. You know what I'm saying? Mentally and physically. Right. Those are true. Especially these right days, because you know, mental health is a big, 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 big issue these days. Yeah, here like and that's the thing. Like here lately, it's becoming a big thing, but it always was a thing. People just didn't want to admit it. And see, like that's the main problem that everybody had. Nobody really wanted to admit that you know mental health was a thing. Because I mean, like it's just like when you hanging out with your, your friends or something like that you know some people might say be like okay well i don't want to talk about that particular subject that might think something you know that may think different of me. but to be honest i mean like all you have to do is just be yourself i mean like just bring that discussion up because i mean like even like charlamagne god you know he admitted in his second book you know he he deal with problems and stuff like that with mental health right anxiety and stuff yeah. like that and see like i mean it, it took to the point it, it just took one person because I mean, like, other than that, I mean, everybody already knew, you know, the whole Kanye Kanye thing. We don't even want right. to get on that. We can we can spend another time talking about that. <laughs> That's right, gonna be a right, longer right. thing. Definitely. But um, you know, like everybody was already talking about that, but nobody really want to admit it. The overall, because I mean, like everybody got things. Because I mean, like how the world is, especially how the stuff we was just talking about earlier, man. You know, you gotta survive and all that stuff like that. You gotta figure out where you gonna do this and where you gonna do that. Like it, it causes right. you to which call it. And so it's like it's so much mental stress nowadays in the world that it's just causing everybody just pretty much fruit loop man i mean to be honest everybody fruit looping out here and and you know what you're absolutely right and it's true it it could happen to anybody at any time too Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so that's that's the thing just like you said yo stress and things coming down it uh it might have an effect on you to where you know tomorrow i might need to go see a doctor and get subscribed something because i'm not the same person i was yesterday because of because of stress you know what i'm saying or or whatever the case may be so it, it's a it's a it's definitely a topic it's exactly. definitely a big deal you know that but kanye i don't know with him he's tricky bro i don't know if he's <laughs> using it to his advantage or if he's really cuckoo i i i, I, I honestly i don't think so i don't think he's cuckoo i don't think so i think he just knows what to say when to say it how to say it and you know use it to his advantage to be honest, as far as in my opinion, I think, right, I think it's probably like a mixture of both, because I think at, I, th- I think at one point in time, you know, he actually was displaying himself because he's a straightforward person, so right. he was acting as himself, and you know, it became one of those things where he was like, all right, well, they give me attention. You know, then he started using it to himself. But I mean, like, even with his antics when he went to the White House, I mean, like, 
to be honest, I mean, like, I'm I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna keep it real honest. Like he, his his his, as far as with music, his work ethic with music is great. I mean, like it's completely great. Like, you know how he produces everything, how he comes up with things. Because I mean, even his method. I mean, like I remember watching something. He was, he was like he stayed in the house for like a couple of months working on it. Because that's when he was working on my uh, beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Fantasy, you know, right? Yeah, he was he 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 stayed in his house and everything like that. He said like his beard grew out and all this stuff because he was trying to get everything right. So like, I mean, what he does to get that that final product is good. But my thing is, I believe he should have stayed out that whole politics thing because I mean that was a bad look. Because I mean like nobody not even going to admit. It. And see that's the thing about it. Like, let's be honest, the culture. The black community not gonna admit it, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, cause I mean, like even still to this day, people still rocking with his shoes, people still rocking with his music, but nobody's not gonna go ahead and say, be like, look, all right now, we like your music, but shut up about this politics though, you know? Like, don't don't go over there around Trump no more. Don't don't do that. <laughs> take take that no hat off. More. Take that hat off and go back to the book bags and, and you know the glasses and snapbacks and else that like take take that mag head off you know like that's one of those things but i mean i i, I that, like i said man you you can go on forever about the whole kanye west situation yeah i mean the real real short on that i mean i don't know man i think see it's all controversy i think it's controversy so mm-hmm. you know any controversy whether it's good or bad it's it's it works for him so i kind of get it with him going to that white house like Nobody else did it. Let me do it. People are going to talk shit anyway. Let me just do it. So I, I think he just did it just to do it and to say he can do it. You know what I'm saying? Right. He can't be like, he can't be like, oh, man, fuck Donald Trump. Fuck this nigga. Because now you got a whole different problem on your ass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would rather have the people saying, we don't like you, rather than the Secret Service popping up at my house at my door. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why, well, why, when YG did um, fuck Donald Trump, he said, yo, he said, yo, the niggas, s- the Secret Service was popping up at his crib. Like, what's up? Like, you know what I mean? What, what we doing? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. So, you know, it's, man, it's all, if you got a plan and a plot, man, you know, they always say it's a method to somebody's madness. You never know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even though we don't like that shit, it might be working for Kanye that he went there and did all that because now you got more eyes on you. You got more attention. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm a biased person. You know, I, I try to understand both sides of the, both sides of the thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. I may not agree with it, but I see, I see what you, I see where he's going. I see where he's going with it. Yeah, all right, I, I got you on that. That's all. I was like, yeah, I, I got, I got you on your, on your point too. So, I mean, it's pretty much good that we can see both sides of right. the discussion. Right, but, but definitely, he like still that. needs a good old ass whipping. You know, that that's not the thing to do. <laughs> like, we we not we not Trump supporters, and you over there shaking hands and taking pictures and cheesing and and wearing that hat. We want to smack that hat off your head and kick you in the ass. Right, yeah, man. Come <laughs> on, man, music. Music, just music. Right, just stick to stay, the music because the music. really that's the only thing that's changing and, and uniting people all over the place to, you know, have a, a common ground and some peace. Think about if there was no music around, bro. Yeah. It would be going crazy. It would be going super crazy. Because, <laughs> I mean, like, everybody used music as a way to, to, to portray themselves. 
And I mean, Definitely. even speaking of Kanye and music, I mean, like, did you? I don't know if you heard about here recently. You know, he suing. He's suing Rock Nation, right? Yeah, he's suing Rock Nation. As far as the whole situation, saying he rejuvenated Jay Z's career. Like, my 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 take on that is, I mean, he had a hand in you know bringing like making Jay Z's name a little bit more current at that time. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, everybody right. plays a role in something. You know, I mean, like, it's like at the end of the movie. You know, everybody get their credit. Yeah, some people might not get their credit like that, but it just depends on how much you put into it, and I understand that. But I'm like, dude, like, you was just crying a couple of years ago about, you know, situations with Jay-Z, and now you're going to do this? Like, I don't It's It's very messy, man. Like, it's very messy with that whole situation. I honestly think he wants now, he wants his own identity um, to the point where, you know, he doesn't need, he really doesn't need Jay-Z or any of these people. He's his own identity, Kanye. He's done what he's done to where people know who he is. They're following him. They want to know. You know what I'm saying? Really, that was the biggest thing he could have did, that White House shit. That just separated him from everybody else. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wants to know. Why did you do it? What was it like there? You know what I'm saying? It's it works for it worked for him, and at the same time, he's building a clout to where you know, like man, now he's looking at it like man, I wasn't getting paid such and such from Rockefeller. You know what? I'm suing him. Like I need my money. I don't care what we did is what we did, but right now I'm Kanye West, and I'm married to Kim Kardashian. You feel me? <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? That's how I think he's thinking about it. I could be wrong, but the way it looks, it's like, man, he's his own identity. He's his own brand. He really doesn't need anybody else. Let me let me ask you this. Do you think, because I mean, like, I, I noticed through this whole time when, you know, ever since he was taking, first started taking pictures with Trump and everything like that, I noticed a lot of the people that's closely associated with him, they hadn't really, the only part, they hadn't really been saying that, but the only person I noticed said something was Pusha T because I know Pusha T said you know he's rocking with that side I'm rocking with this side you know we both got our views in, in, the, in the politics but you know when we come together it's all about his music now right. Pusha T the only one that says something about that but I know what did he say what I just said he said you know he got his views as far as you know how he's seeing and he's rocking with them with Trump and them okay and then Pusha was talking about how he's rocking with like the Dems Democrats and everything like that you know rocking how his political views on things and, and you, you know, know and you know said, why because because they're even though they're on the same team doing music they're still in different tax brackets right so so Kanye voting for Trump and Trump being president it works for Kanye Rather than it works for Pusha T, that's a Democrat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know, like the dude, the dude I go to the stu um that engineers my music, my homeboy A and S Studios. Shout out to him. He told me he was like, "Yo, bro, I don't like Trump. I don't like him at all." But he he works for me. When I was with Obama, I was paying more out to for for welfare or for this or mm. for that. I was kicking out more money. Now with Trump in office, now he's for a business guy like me. I'm getting more tax breaks and stuff like that. So sometimes, you know, you got to deal with what you got to deal with. He people don't like Trump, but if it works for his tax bracket, who you gonna vote? You know, I mean, it's, ma it's, it's mainly his character, though. 
you know, it's just it's like just, it's 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 just like if you can learn how to separate things, you know, just how we were just talking about with Kanye and the music. You know, if you can separate right. his character and that personality stuff away from his talent and genius and music, you know, everything be all good, but sometimes that line gets blurred. That's a fact. That's a fact. You gotta know when to turn it down a notch. You know what I'm saying? Right. Kanye, he has to learn how to turn it down a notch. Donald Trump definitely, he's out here like a regular He's a troll, bro. He's a straight troll. You catch him on Twitter, he's talking crazy. He's throwing shots. He's not even throwing shots. He's coming at you directly, bro. You want me to tell you something that's crazy? Like, not since you said that made me think about something. (laughs) Like, yo, he's like the political 50 cent in game. Straight up. Yeah. Straight up. Because you know how they would troll and bully people? He's like the political version of them, like straight trolling and bullying people. Yo, seriously, and you know what? It's like it's mad childish, but at the same time, I respect it because he's not biting his tongue, and he's gonna he's gonna at you. He's gonna make sure you know that he's talking to you. And it's like you know, it's like it's kind of gangster. It's kind of gangster a little bit, but it's just that it doesn't work for everybody. Right. You know what I'm saying? And if we're for the people, and it don't work for the people, then something gotta give, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're totally right about that. And see, like, at my my only thing is, it's just like, if you do keep, I mean, and again, like, even though I'm really not with it, I still keep up with it because that's the best thing you can do. Like, you may not really truly like a certain thing, like a certain category or subject or anything like that, but you keep right. up with it so you know what's going on. And my thing Definitely. is, I it's like, it's a real great fear far as for what's in the future. Cause I mean, like 2020 coming up, man. I mean, like you think right, about it, like it's him getting in the office that opened up a whole lot of possibilities right. with other people coming in, you know, and everything. Like it's just crazy. So I mean, it's everything is open. Everything is opening up for grabs nowadays, man. Cause I mean, like yo, just think, man. Like I feel like that. I feel like like this was a reality check. If he can become president, then anybody can. There's no telling who's going to slip in right. the next candidacy. You know what I'm saying? It's, right. it's, it's exactly. no telling. He, when he won president, I looked dead in his face. I'm watching the TV. He didn't even know he was going to be president. He was talking all that tough shit, and then it was like, "You won." He looked around like, "Oh shit, I won." Right, he he won. He couldn't believe in himself. You know what I'm saying. And right. a lot of times they say these things are you know are rigged and altered. But I really picked up on his his body language and his face, and he didn't know he was going to win. You know what I'm right. saying. And that's that's like damn. If he didn't know, we don't know nothing. Anything right. could go on. Right. And see, like even the most right. one one of the most craziest thing was they had on South Park. I know they had uh. They had one of those things where you know how they talk about like stuff that happens in like Simpsons and South Park, you know, actually becoming true. Hell but, yeah! But they had a junk on South Park where he was like president of Canada and everything, like, and I was like, yo, like that was crazy because like in the park they say, oh, we thought it was a joke, and before we knew it, he was getting sworn in and he was in office and everything. You know, exactly. like yo, that's exactly what happened. To be honest, because like you like, oh, he running, okay. And then, you know, people voted for him to go in. And you're like, yo. Yeah, bro, because the thing with Trump is Trump was already a, a, you know, he's already a brand, a world name. Everybody knows who Trump was all over the world. Mm -hmm. He's been a businessman for years. So I I get it. I see it. It's just that 
his personality and him personally, he is not, he should not be the representative of the United States. Yeah, you're right about that. He's, he's not the he's not the one, bro. He's not he's not the one. He's too much of a regular person, and you know we need boundaries and we need limits. You can't be on Twitter talking crazy. But see, you know what I'm saying? You can't yeah. do that, bro. Like but, how you do it? If there was anybody else that did that, something would have happened. Yeah, and see, like you said, it's a reality check. So anybody that comes after, anybody that comes after his presidency. I mean, like, you know, like I said, it's a wake up call for everybody. Please know, first off, like, know who you vote for, know their policies and everything else like that. And I mean, the only other thing I can say is just just believe that you made the right vote for future reference. Just believe that you made the right vote, because I mean, right. like, every, to, be on- go ahead. to be honest, it's like, who do you vote for? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Who, who, who are we voting for? It don't matter which side it is. You don't know these people. You don't know their intentions. You don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and then Trump, he got Mayor Julie, he got Giuliani as his lawyer. We all know, we all know who Giuliani is. He cleaned up New York. Okay, New York is the reason why it is because of Rudolph Giuliani, and he's his lawyer. Mm. Then niggas are the devils, bro. Straight devils. Straight devils. Bro. Already here he, from the New York. Bumpy one oh three himself. <laughs> yes, man. You know, we I'm I'm glad we had this interview, man, because we got to talk about some real real deal issues, man. And right. you know what I'm saying? We need that. Because at the end of the day we grown and you know what I mean, sometimes you gotta me, I always like to, you know, let people know my age and how, where I stand and how old I am because, you know, we are serious people and you right. gotta be serious. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right, we're serious people, you know what I'm saying, and everything is not a joke, and it everything affects us all in some sort of way. So and we got to talk about it. Right, know? separate the boys from the men. Exactly, exactly. Since we're gonna go ahead and uh, wrap things up on here, let me go ahead and say, you got anybody you want to shout out? Yo, um, I would like to shout out, man, my fam, my moms, my brothers, my son. Everybody that died, everybody that's locked up. My man L right here with me, man. Big shout out to L. We had a hell of a hell of a week or a few days. I don't even know what it was. Last night was crazy. <laughs> um, I wanna shout out man, definitely shout out to you, man, hip hop check and thank you for for having me, bro. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate it. Appreciate this it. is the first, but it definitely ain't gonna be the last time we, you know what I'm saying, we chat and wrap things up. So, exactly. you know. For real, for real. Thank you for that, man, and you know, just shout out to everybody, man. Shout out to the gang, man, the movement. You know, shout out to everybody that's out there, man, trying to do what they do and, and follow with their dreams and, you know, just don't stop, man. And whether if you got support or not, man, you got to believe in yourself and just keep pushing because ain't nobody going to do it for you. And life is too short, you know what I'm saying? In a blink of an eye, everything could be gone. Exactly. What well, up, true words right there? What song, what song we rocking? We rocking with it? Yup. You know what we're rocking with now. Come on now. You know what we're rocking with. He said, yep. Yo, man, this is Bumpy103, a.k.a. Bang Boogie, man. And right now we about to drop my song called With It, produced by Vic Vera. You know what I'm saying? And I hope you enjoy it. I hope you like it, man. I got a whole lot of more work coming along the way. Um, we doing South by Southwest in March. We doing Cali in March. And, you know, just a lot of things. 
a lot of big things going on, man. We just trying to work and stay busy. You feel me? Right, right, right. And good luck on that South by Southwest, bro. That's what's Thank up. you. I appreciate That's it, man. What's up. You, you, you have now, have now. We with shit, we with it. Count ditches, we with it. Fuck the bitches, we with it. Talk about it, we live it. You with the shit, I'm with it. Count ditches, I'm with it. Fuck bitches, I'm with it. You talk about it, I live it. All we doing is winning. All we doing is winning. All we doing is winning. Pray to God cause we send it. All I know is go get it. All I know is go get it. All I know is go get it. You with the shit, then I'm with it. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Hip Hop Check In and as well as Twitter at underscore HHCI. Also, if you were interested in being on the podcast, submit your music to hiphopcheckin.com. And who knows, maybe you could be the next one on the show.